Well, hey there, teacher, and welcome to another episode of the Primary Teacher Friends Podcast. In case you're wondering who this crazy hillbilly is that you're listening to, well, I'm Teacher Tony, and today I am going to give you the one word that all of your students, every single one of them, craves to hear while you're teaching and during their learning. This one word is so powerful because not only does it help your students feel more engaged, but it helps to cultivate and nurture connections. You won't believe how powerful yet simple this one word is and how easy it will be for you to utilize its power during your teaching. I'm going to tell you that word if you can hang with me past the intro. Are you ready? You are tuned in to the Primary Teacher Podcast. Now, if your job description doesn't consist of teaching little people to read, develop, succeed, and grow, you're probably in the wrong place. But if you do teach kindergarten, first, or second grade, well, you're what we call a difference maker. And you're among friends here. And now... Your host, primary teacher, content creator, and little people fanatic, Tony Mullins. Welcome, welcome, my dear friends. I am so grateful to have you here yet again. How blessed are we to be in this world and to be healthy and happy and thriving in our careers? I know, you know, we all know that we teachers are tired and exhausted, but you know what? We're still blessed. We're still blessed to be the guide and the leader to the world's future. Let's revel in that for the time being and just count our blessings today. One enormous blessing to me was reading this awesome review left on the podcast. It was so uplifting and encouraging, and I'm so happy to share it with you. This listener says, even though I'm no longer blessed to be a primary teacher, this top-notch podcast is at the very top of my library list. Tony's passion, joy, and love shines through so authentically that it feels like she's walking alongside of me as I listen to her wealth of knowledge and words of wisdom on my morning walks. This podcast truly is incredible PD on the go that feeds my soul as it provides tools for me to use as I mentor caregivers who are still in the trenches day in and day out, dynamically shaping young hearts and minds for the future. Keep up the amazing work, Tony. Thank you for being a gift. Oh, I just love that so, so much. That is one review that... If my mama were still around, I would call and read to her over the phone. What a wonderful blessing. So thank you so much. And thank you to all the listeners who take time to write a review. It means so much to me because not only does it affirm that what I'm doing is making a difference for someone, but it helps me to reach more teachers, which is my goal. Now that I've shown my gratitude to that wonderful, amazing listener, let's switch back to today's topic. 
Today, we are talking about one powerful word, one that has the ability to help your students become more engaged and feel more connected to you, their teacher. Engagement and connection are two areas in our teaching that we need to focus heavily on. Without those two factors, nothing that you teach means a hill of beans. You can be the keeper of all knowledge, but if your students are not engaged and don't feel that they can trust you, that they are connected and important and valued by you, nothing else matters. And that is why I want to share this one powerful word with you, one that is so easy to incorporate into your teaching and one that you already use pretty often, but maybe not as strategically as you could. I know you're dying to hear this one word, okay? It's chocolate. No, I'm totally kidding. For me, it's coffee, actually. But no, for our students, this one word is something I'm going to reveal to you in this quote by a very revered American author named Dale Carnegie. He says this, A person's name is to him or her the sweetest and most important sound in any language. Yes, that is right. Your students' names are so, so powerful in helping them be engaged and connected. And there's many, many reasons why. And there's actually a wealth of research that has been done around this topic of names and how names help us to feel valued and important. In my readings about the topic of names and their value, I read one business article by the Washington Post that says the reason names are so important is because a person's name is the greatest connection to their own identity and individuality. Some might say it is the most important word in the world to that person. Think about your name and its importance to you. Well, I'll just tell you, I've not always really appreciated my name because for the most of my life, people have either mispronounced it or misspelled it or even made fun of it. During my years in school, kids actually found a lot of reasons to make fun of me, whether it was that I was really tall and lanky or that I wore thick glasses or that my name Tony was actually a name for a boy and not to mention that Tony rhymes with baloney. So as you can imagine, I heard that quite a lot. But now as an adult, I've come to really appreciate my name because it is the one thing Thing that has hung with me throughout my lifetime. And I know now that it was probably something that my mama had contemplated on for quite some time before she finally told the nurse at the hospital that yes, her name is going to be Tony Renee. So yeah, I've come to appreciate my name a little more in adulthood, but even if I still hated having that name that rhymes with a very popular and sort of yucky lunch meat, I just couldn't deny that my name is important to me. Just as the article said, it has to do with my identity. And when people use my name, I feel connected with them. 
Hearing my name makes me feel important and valued and as a part of something. And as important as my name is to me, imagine how important it is to our very egocentric little friends in the classroom. They're all coming out of this stage of realizing that, you know, the world doesn't actually revolve around me, or at least most of them are. And more than ever, they need to feel nurtured and loved and valued. And they crave to hear their name. Kids love their names. My little girl Reagan, she writes her name everywhere. I find it on every little shred of paper in this house because it's so special to her. Her name is her identity, and you can bet all of our students feel that way. Let's think on our students' level for just a minute and realize just how important it is for them to hear their names at school. Imagine you go to your classroom, and whether we admit it or not, teachers, our kids adore us. Although I hope it's not true, we may very well be the only positive influence they have. And what happens if they go an entire day and they never hear you, their adored teacher, say their name? Since I've been virtually teaching, I really recognize just how important it is for me to verbalize each student's name every day. It actually came from a parent. So it was a normal day in the virtual classroom. I was teaching live and everything ended just fine. But I was talking to a parent later that day. She dropped in to say hello and very nonchalantly let me know that her little boy was so disappointed because he was not addressed a single time during my live session. I hadn't said his name. I hadn't called on him. It was truly just an accident and probably a glitch in Google Classroom because it doesn't always show all the kids on the screen like it's supposed to. But from that mistake and that moment on, I really realized how important it is to say each child's name every single day and multiple times if possible. Because even though I never would have realized that, but it made a big difference for that child so much that he would let his mommy know that he just wasn't called on that day. And I don't blame him for being upset. I can't tell you how many PD trainings and staff meetings I've been to when I've never engaged with the speaker or the administrator. And I surely didn't feel as a valued part of it, the meeting or whatever. So I got it. And since then, I've really been making a better effort to use student names. And today, now that maybe you have a better understanding of the importance of this, I'm going to reassure you that it's very, very easy to do. And it will take very little time out of your day, but still ensure that you are making each and every student feel as valued and important and as part of your learning community. Trust me, this will be worth your time. So what I have for you today are five little tips to help you incorporate student names a little more during your teaching. Now, let me also mention that this is separate from our beginning of the school year, getting to know each other, building connection, name kinds of things. There are lots and lots of activities and games you can play in the very beginning to get to know our students' names. But specifically today, I'm sharing five tips that you can use every day to 
help you use student names more. Again, it may not seem too important, but to our students, they really want to feel valued by us. So we have to make this effort to use their names more. So here are five quick ways to use student names more during your teaching. One action that I took after that incident with that student virtually is that I set deliberate time out of my schedule each and every morning during our morning routine to greet students by name. So it sounds silly, but do we actually do this in the classroom? I can't honestly tell you that I stand in front of my classroom each and every day and say, hello, Johnny, hello, Ginger, hello, blah, 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 blah. I don't normally do that, but now I do, especially since now I understand the research behind names and how it's just an innate need for everyone to hear their name. I'm making a better effort to do this. So for now, as you may know, I'm teaching virtually. I take just a minute or two every morning when everyone's logged on. I use time that I normally would use teaching and say good morning to everyone. Now, I don't want this to be boring. I kind of want it to be fun for my kiddos. So instead of saying good morning, Johnny, I say, there's my man, Johnny. There is my girl, Aubrey. How are you? Isaiah, buddy, thank you for being here. So that has become a morning custom to my students. And I try to make sure if anyone logs on or comes in late, you know, that I take a moment to greet them as well. I don't want to miss that easy opportunity to say, you know what? Hello, you. You are important. Let me say your name and thank you for being here. If you're not so keen on the greeting type that I use, maybe think about using some silly voices to say hello to your students. This would be a great way to add a little silliness, which is also an engagement strategy. I use this voice choice board. It's actually free in my SiteWord engagement guide, and it's just this quick visual of different kinds of voices that you can use. So maybe you could say, guys, today I'm going to greet everyone in the baby voice. Good morning, Isaiah. Good morning, Aubrey. How are you? Or maybe you're going to greet everyone in your cowboy voice. Well, howdy there, Isaiah. Howdy, Aubrey. How are you, girlfriend? So that would be an easy way to add some fun. And now that I've uh, thought of this idea, I'm definitely going to try it. I'll let you guys know how it turns out. So take a minute or two every morning. Commit to saying each child's name as you greet them. Another trick that you can use to really help students feel valued and to hear their name many times through the day is just to repeat yourself. I am a very repetitive person. Because I know that I need to hear something more than once to actually understand it. Maybe that's my personality type or something. But I know repeating things never hurts. And when someone says our name over and over in conversation, we're more apt to trust them and to feel like they're truly paying attention and that they value us. So when you call on a student to help with the problem or something you're working on in the classroom, maybe discussion, Say their name over and over. If I'm asking Presley to chime in and help me with some kind of problem that we're working through together, I'll be sure to repeat her name several times. Okay, Presley. Presley, can you come on and share your knowledge with us about this one? 
I really appreciate your help, Presley. And then, of course, after Presley says something, I can repeat her name again. Wow, Presley, what a great answer. I know next time that I need help, I'm going to call on Presley again. Now, that may sound a little silly to you, and you're probably like, wow, that's just too much. But it really isn't. Remember how valuable our names are to us. Say them as often as you can and say them over and over and over. Another trick I like to use is actually a classroom management thing, but it definitely incorporates this idea of saying names. I love ninjas. I talk about ninjas all the time, especially when I'm trying to get a certain result from my students in their behavior. Ninjas are very, very sneaky. They're very, very quiet. They're very, very hardworking and they're so stealthy. So let's say we are working and we're supposed to be working quietly, really focusing on something. And remember, I'm teaching virtually, but this definitely boils over all the time in the regular classroom. So I recognize on the screen kids who are doing what they're supposed to do. And I'll start calling out ninja names. Oh, look at Ninja Noah. He's working hard. Look at Ninja Kinsley. She is working that pencil down hard. Way to go, Kinsley. Every kid wants to be a ninja. It's just ingrained in them for some reason. And when you take that few seconds to call out some ninjas, that is a great way to incorporate that name plus get the benefits of positive reinforcement that makes other kids want to do what the ninjas are doing. So that's just another way to use names. It takes just a second. I make a point each and every day to use this tactic so that kids can maybe hear their names a couple more times during the day. This next trick is something that I just recently started doing because I have a lot of students who don't attend live. They have to come back and watch the videos that were recorded, but I realize that those poor kids never feel connected because they never hear their names. So what I started doing was at the very beginning of my lesson, I put in a slide that I'm presenting over screen share and it says student shout out. So every day I put two to three names, you could even do more, and I take just a minute to say wonderful things about those students whose names are up on the screen. So if Noah is on the screen, I may say something like, this first shout out goes to my man Noah. Noah is a super awesome kid. He's working so hard. I see all of Noah's work he's submitting. He's got really neat handwriting. Noah is just an awesome kid. So shout out first to Noah. And then of course, I would just go down to the next name. And this takes about one minute every single day. And it's just a great way to not only lift those kids up, but to make them feel valued by hearing their name during my teaching. So that was our fourth tip for using names. And now let's get on to the very last one, which is to use names when doing cheers. So you may know by listening to a previous episode or following my website that I really love classroom cheers. I 
love them not only because they're fun, but I see the value they have to my kids. So when you're using Cheers, be sure to pull in those names. So let's go back to our example of Presley. Presley has just finished helping us to solve this problem or answer this question. And now it's time to give Presley a cheer. So this is what I would say. Presley, that was incredible. Boys and girls, let's give Presley a big, loud cowboy cheer. Are you ready? One, two, three. Yeah! Cowgirl Presley. That was for you, Presley. Boy, I've said that name a lot. (laughs) So as you can see, as many times as I've repeated Presley's name, she probably is feeling like a million bucks today during virtual teaching. While we're on the topic of cheers, don't forget that Dr. Jean and I have created a set of free cheer cards, 54 of them. And you can read more about cheers and their value in the classroom and grab those over at teachertony.com forward slash cheers. Teacher, my last piece of advice is not to stress over this. I know we have a lot to worry about, but you're going to notice now that you're more conscious of names, just how easy it is to incorporate them and to really help your students feel engaged and connected. Don't be afraid to be repetitive and to sound silly. Your kids don't care. They will love hearing their name and you will love how engaged they will become and how more connected they'll feel to you. That wraps up another episode, teacher. Before you go, let me ask you if you have any ideas, any other ways to incorporate using names in the classroom, jump over to our primary teacher friends Facebook group and let me know what they are. I'm always looking for new ideas and I appreciate your knowledge and expertise. During these last few weeks before Christmas break, let's make an effort together to use our students' names more in our teaching. With that, I've got to go, teacher, but I hope you have a blessed day, a blessed rest of your week. And as always, until we meet again, go make a difference, teacher friend. (laughs) 